Welcome to the Advancing Women podcast, where ambitious women come together to challenge the status quo, advance their careers, and up-level their lives. The Advancing Women podcast is hosted by gender equity expert and executive coach, Dr. Kimberly D. Simone. Welcome, warriors, to the Advancing Women podcast. I talked in our last episode about the importance of systems and habits that help us to grow and achieve goals. And I emphasized, and still do, how there's not an expiration on our goals. It's our lives, our goals, and so it should be on our timeline. Here's the thing, though. We have to be mindful, careful even, that our timeline isn't when things get less busy or when we're ready. Because here's the thing, warriors, things will likely never not be busy. And I know that's hard to hear, but I think we all know deep down that it's true. Things will never not be busy. Reasons like, I'm not ready, I'm busy, I'm waiting for things to slow down, you will not likely ever see that elusive, quote unquote, extra time slowing down. And also, there is not a perfect time. And If the goal is bold, radical, audacious, you won't ever likely be totally ready. Our life, our timeline, yes, but we must also be prepared to do things that make us uncomfortable, probably more often than not before we feel completely ready, before we feel comfortable. And as for time, we as human beings tend to use the resources we have. As we gain additional resources, we use those additional resources. You know how you make a certain amount of money and create a budget and you find that you need every dime to hit your budget and you make more money and you make a new budget and you find you still use every dime to stay on budget and you sometimes even wonder, how was it that I was able to live off that when I can barely make ends meet now with even more? Well, time is like that too. Time is exactly like that. You have more of it, you fill it, you use it, and then you don't have time. No matter how much time we have, we use that resource. So we don't want our goals to be on someone else's timeline, right? But we also don't want the internal saboteur to talk us out of moving forward with our goals, out of taking action. Because warriors, you were meant to have bold, meaningful goals. And if the goal is meaningful, if your why is meaningful, there will be enough time and you will be able to overcome obstacles. When you fall, you will get back up. You can move forward. A little over a year ago, I did an episode titled BRAG. And BRAG was an acronym for Bold, Radical, Audacious Goals, where I defined each word in part to emphasize how we as women, warrior women with big, bold goals, often need to interrupt resistance, the inner saboteur, any force that has us questioning our abilities or indefinitely delaying goals that we absolutely should be moving boldly towards. And this is where the why comes in. If the why, the reason the goal matters is big enough, we have to be careful not to let it go, no matter what the resistance, not to let that resistance bias the everyday chores, emotional labor in our lives as women. 
the millions of items on our to-do list that's often what others need. We can't let that lead to the constant deprioritization of our goals, our dreams, our passion, and our purpose. I use the words bold, radical, and audacious to describe our goals because they fit and they illustrate the challenges we as women socially conditioned to do for others, to subordinate our needs. But I also use these words because they are powerful in achieving those goals when we really think about what those words mean. So here again, let's consider the definition of these words, bold, radical, and audacious. Bold, adjective, showing an ability to take risks, confident and courageous. And being bold requires us to be vulnerable to fall or fail. And so that can be really scary. Yes, our goals, our timeline but we want to pursue them bravely because there is not ever going to be an exact right time and there certainly isn't an idea or goal that is infallible. Being bold is about being vulnerable. There is always risk. You are putting yourself and your ideas out there and that can be scary, but it's necessary. I was talking with a very close and trusted friend recently about being more willing to be vulnerable with my audience on the Advancing Women podcast. She was saying very kindly that it's great that I bring science, data, and evidence-based theories into the podcast, but that at the end of the day, I also have to balance that with being willing to be vulnerable. And that really struck me. Because I realized in that moment that I often hide behind the data because it's maybe a little easier than being vulnerable. But being vulnerable is a critical skill for pursuing goals because being vulnerable is accepting a level of risk. And so when we wait for the perfect time to launch that thing, to start that business, to write the book, whatever the goal, we have to be bold and there is no time where there won't be risk. There is no time where we won't need to be vulnerable. So that can't be something we let derail us, something that stops us from moving forward towards our goals. Bold, radical, audacious goals. So bold is taking those risks and moving outside our comfort zone and being vulnerable. But let's now talk about radical and audacious. Sounds intense, right? But let's define them. Radical, adjective, relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something. Audacious. Adjective, showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. I talk about goals using the words bold, audacious, and radical because we are women. Warrior women, yes, but still, most of us live with the weight of the biases that can make achieving our goals a bit more challenging. We live in a world historically designed largely by and for men and men's pursuits. And research shows that women, even women working full-time, almost always take on the lion's share of home responsibilities and most of the emotional labor in our families, the unnoticed, unappreciated, unpaid, yet time-consuming work. Our time is derailed, our goals deprioritized as we serve others. We work harder in many cases for the same benefits and advancement, all the things. And yes, our goals are audacious because audacious is change or action relating to or affecting the fundamental nature of something. And who better to be radical to change the fundamental nature than warrior women? It reminds me of an Angela Davis quote that I love. She said, quote, the process of trying to assimilate into an existing category in many ways runs counter to efforts to produce radical or revolutionary results, end quote. 
And so the constant struggle we as women face doing it our way in a way that benefits us is in itself a radical act. Again, because the way it's always been done doesn't likely work for women's success because the system wasn't designed by or for you. It wasn't designed with our success in mind. So pursuing our goals is challenging and changing the status quo. It is radical and it pulls in that boldness, that vulnerability, overcoming fear, being willing to be in the arena, get knocked down and get back up again. As warrior women, we have the grit, the anti-fragility to be audacious despite or perhaps even because of the constant challenges we must face and transcend. So in pursuit of our goals, our passions, our ambitions, whatever the desired result, we have to be mindful because we are so often inundated with all this best practice advice on goal setting and goal attainment and the pursuit of goals, bold goals. But of course, here at the Advancing Women podcast, we challenge that best practice advice if and when it is oversimplified, when it creates narratives that don't serve women's success and advancement. So yes, let's talk about goals, old, radical, audacious goals, but let's also understand the unique obstacles we face as women. Let's be on our own timeline, sure, but we can't let the negative outside voices scare us or keep us from being willing to put ourselves out there boldly, vulnerably, audaciously. We must commit unwaveringly to the critical resource of our time and our energy in pursuit of our goals. As we look forward to the year ahead, we must dare to set bold, brave, clear, and compelling goals that excite and inspire us. And we have to focus time and energy towards those goals. As we focus our time and energy, we need to be realistic about the unique obstacles and barriers we as women face as we pursue bold, radical, audacious goals. We must, as Dr. Brene Brown says, dare greatly, but we can be better prepared for the resistance we will encounter when we do dare greatly as women. Forewarned is forearmed, and then we can see the problem for what it often is, external bias versus internal flaw. A perfect example of this is the mindset regarding failing. Most agree that when it comes to achieving bold goals, it is important to fail. Falling or failing, then getting back up and trying again is part of the pursuit of bold goals. So much of our fear to pursue those goals, fear that often disguises itself as planning, is about how hard it can be, how vulnerable we are, that we might fall or fail. But we also must acknowledge how gender bias impacts fear of failure and how that can keep us from taking the very necessary risks we need to take because the risks do indeed tend to be even more risky for women. And I've talked about this in several episodes of the podcast, including my fear of failure episode and my teach girls bravery and boys empathy episode. And I'll include links to those episodes. But the reality is that women are too often blamed for not being willing to take risks or take action. Yet little is acknowledged as to why this is the case. It is presented as some kind of gender deficit. We're meant to internalize it as though it is a flaw we need to fix, and that's just not accurate. Yes, research does show that women are less likely to take risks and even to take bold action, and that this can have negative professional consequences because high potential opportunities tend to be riskier. Likewise, research shows that women are often more likely to take failure harder and to take criticism more personally. 
But the woman as deficit narrative suggests we as women don't pursue bold, audacious goals because we don't take those risks, because we're afraid to fail. And this is an oversimplification that doesn't serve us. It's yet another attempt to rationalize why women don't advance at the same rate as their male counterparts. It's just the tired, recycled undertone of fix the women, fix the problem. But what we really need to do is see the patterns of bias without internalizing the fault or flaw and then interrupt and transcend. The reason women are often more afraid to take risks or to fail is because, as the research shows, there is a gender consequence gap. When we as women fail, we are judged more harshly. There is a confirmation bias that often happens when a woman fails, despite the fact that failing and falling and getting back up is a crucial part of achieving bold goals. Confirmation bias results in interpreting those temporary falls or failures as confirmation of stereotypical beliefs that we don't have what it takes to make a bold impact to reach those audacious goals. And when a woman stumbles, it can confirm unfairly and unjustly that we're just not as good as men at taking bold action and achieving those epic outcomes. But this explanation fails to acknowledge the reality that of course it's easier to take risks when the negative outcomes are more easily explained away or seen as part of the process. And this is a luxury not often afforded to women when they stumble. The research shows that men's mistakes are more easily forgotten and are often attributed to bad luck or bad market conditions versus incompetence, and the opposite is true for women. We may not be able to change that right away, but it is important that we see what's really going on. We must acknowledge that external bias versus embracing the external flaw narrative. We can't allow all that external garbage to derail us or catch us off guard. We must center ourselves, get our heads right, get our mindset right, so that we don't buy into that narrative that is sabotaging our goals. We have to shut down that voice in the back of our heads that often comes from all of those negative societal messages that we're inundated with, that social conditioning that says, not good enough. Because those social, cultural, and institutional burdens that are placed on us make us feel this way, and we need to interrupt that. And this all comes back to the mantra that guides the Advancing Women podcast. It's not your fault, but it is your problem. And that's really my manifest statement or key takeaway. It's not your fault, but it is your problem. You will deal with inequity aimed at sustaining the status quo, attempting to sabotage your success from moving boldly towards your goals. And that doesn't need to be part of the story. It doesn't need to be part of our story. We can understand where that fear is coming from, why it is so strong from all of that social conditioning, and choose instead to interrupt that and create a story of resilience, grit, and overcoming and transcending the inequity to achieve our bold audacious goals. I love what Dr. Brene Brown says about this, about falling and failing and being in the arena. She says this quote, if you're not in the arena, getting your ass kicked on occasion, I am not interested in or open to your feedback. There are a million cheap seats in the world today filled with people who will never be brave with their own lives, but will spend every ounce of energy they have hurling advice and judgment at those of us trying to dare greatly, end quote. That message for us, warrior women, is so powerful. That key takeaway is that we just can't give more meaning 
take on those social cultural biases that come whenever we make a mistake, whenever we stumble, when we fall or fail along the way. That is part of being in the arena and daring greatly. And warrior women, you absolutely belong in that arena. You were born to take on and achieve bold, radical, audacious goals. For more resources, you can visit my website, www.advancingwomenpodcast.com and connect on Instagram at Advancing Women Podcast. I love getting your feedback, so please email me at Dr. D. Simone at advancingwomenpodcast.com. I just want to thank Joe Jacobs, the audio warrior who wrote the music for this podcast. And a huge thanks to Heather Harris, the creative warrior who designed the Advancing Women podcast logo. And thanks to all of you for joining me here today.